So it's my turn to give the second rebuttal. Um, that rebuttal is, um, I would like to say that, well, I have to start my time. Hold up, let me start my time. All right, my time is starting now. So initially, I would like to say minorities are already impacted the most in this country, like negatively impacted. The most disenfranchised communities uh, tend to be the minorities. So if the Constitution is abolished, then all of these, um, all of the rights in the Constitution for minorities will be gone. Um, and considering that that the the uh, the negative team hasn't offered um, any plan um, that they would replace the Constitution with, so like the Constitution, like what would you change it with? Like, if there's no plan to replace the Constitution, then the country will be the country will be in chaos until there is one. Um, also, the, the Constitution serves all American citizens. So, of course, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment can't be passed or can't be revoked because it serves all Americans. It can't, they can't revoke a, an amendment that's, that serves some of its people. And lastly, I would like to say um, laws can, put, can be put in place on a, on a national level and a state level. Um, and the Constitution gives the power to the states to make their own laws. So instead of making it easier to to make amendments, which would put, you know, minorities at risk of another Corwin amendment, then like why would you do that? And, and instead of just getting the the the, uh, the rules and regulations you want passed passed on a national level or a state level. That concludes my time. One last thing I would like to say in my rebuttal speech is that um, what exactly would be changed in the Constitution? Nothing explicitly in the Constitution gives more power to one group and less to others. And if it did in the past, it's been amended now. The Constitution is perfectly fair and fine to everybody, so there's no need for it to be abolished. Are we there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so let's introduce ourselves. Do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I'm Jordan Mays. Um, and I'm Joshua Gill. Um, um, today, we're going to be debating about whether or not the Constitution should be abolished. So we're each going to have... So he's going to go first and introduce our topic and present his position, he, um, you know, for the retention of the Constitution. Then I'm going to oppose him. Um, then he's going to disagree. Then I'll explain my position again. Um, and then we'll provide our concluding summaries. And we'll each have two minutes to do that. So we'll start the timer for his part right now and go. I believe that we should retain the Constitution because of uh, three reasons, three main reasons. Um, it, the Constitution is difficult to amend, and that's a good thing um, because without certain amendments, um, Life as we see it today wouldn't be, um, you know, as, as socially just as it is now. Uh, 
the the then another point I want to highlight is the Constitution is not outdated because it's always being updated with new amendments. Um, and the last one is uh, the Constitution has been enacted for two hundred thirty plus years, so it must you know be uh, helping Americans in a, in a in a great way if. It's been uh, standing for, you know, that long. You have about 40 seconds left. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, yeah, I can go over some more points. Instead of trying to abolish the Constitution, it's much easier to amend it. That's why, you know, uh, we have the ability to amend it because our uh, founders had the foresight to see that that the Constitution isn't going to be just, you know, the world is always changing, and our forefathers knew that. So them allowing us to amend it was, you know, brilliant when you think about it. Um, Five seconds left. All right, I'm done. Okay, so I'm going to present my. Uh, uh, uh. You like? Okay. 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 Am I, am I, okay. You're good now. So let me start the timer. Um. I can't hear you. I don't want it to like cut out. Okay. All right, I can hear you now. The U.S. Constitution, the Constitution of the United States of America is widely considered by the people of this country not only to be a national treasure worthy of preservation for its radical ideals, but also the greatest contribution to the very concept of democracy. However, for the greatest contribution, it is quite interesting that democratic principles such as the popular election of the national leader and universal citizenship are not enshrined in such a document. Human rights that we take for granted, not even all that we accept as an international community, are only present in subsequent add-ons that can and have been overwritten, not to mention interpreted to restrict its application. These things are not so in most of the other constitutions worldwide. And this constitution is very hard to uh, amend in order to adapt to the subsequent generations as things go on. Um, I would argue that the Constitution is outdated um, and it only updates every so often when there are major changes that happen. Um, and as the leader of the free world, it is a shame that we have fallen behind. So therefore I say it is, our, in our, it is in our best interest to rid ourselves of this Constitution that essentially continues to stand only on its status as an antique and to create a new one for this nation that will... Um, be much more adaptable um, to changing circumstances and how we view human rights and how we view um, civil rights and things like that. And um, yeah, so my time's almost done. All right. Okay. So now you're going to have two minutes to disagree with what I said.
and your two minutes start now. All right. Um, I first like to say that the having amendments be you know hard to obtain or hard to pass is in of all of America's benefit, especially Black Americans, considering that uh, it was an amendment put in place called the Corwin Amendment, or that it, that was proposed. Um, that was put in place called the Corwin Amendment. This amendment uh, would have essentially um, kept slaves that were in slave states. In the, like Today, we would be slaves in slave states if that amendment was passed. So because our Constitution makes amendments hard to pass, it, you know, it, 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 it made a better life for many people like, that look like me and Joshua. Uh, and... Another thing I would like to say about the Constitution, uh, the amendments, you know, being hard, harder to pass is that uh, because the amendments are harder to pass, it allows for stability. Americans know that that uh, that, that one amendment can change their whole way of life, that it, it offers a much more stable, uh, you know, uh, relationship between the government and its people. Um, another point I would like to make is that how much more time do I have, Joshua? Um, a little over 30 seconds. The Constitution is definitely not outdated because it's always being updated. It's always being, you know, revitalized. And it's always being, uh, it also gives powers to states. And those states uh, have laws that are much easier to pass that update, you know, the community with, uh, you know, as the, as the times change. So even though the Constitution may lack and its ability to, um, you know, pass, you know, amendments for every little thing. The states can themselves uh, allocate laws pertaining to, you know, their states. Uh, in, you know, on a on a uh, smaller scope, smaller time right now. Okay. Okay. Um, two minutes for me. Did you were you able to hear the timer go off? Yeah. Okay. Um Okay, 2 minutes for me start now. Okay. So as you've already stated, the constitution was meant to endure for the ages to come. You're not getting picked up on the recording. I'll let you know when it stops lagging. Okay. All right, it's good now. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's not very hard to... Um, I mean, it's very hard to change the Constitution. However, our Constitution has... Our system has a very high status quo bias, according to the National Review. And any kind of amendment is made, it has to be one that impacts all Americans or just, you know... Yeah, it has to be something that's wide reaching that affects all Americans. So while it is good that the Cornwall wasn't passed because of its rigorous, um, the rigorous um, amendment requirements, we've only had three major periods of change to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, Civil War Amendments, and the Progressive Era Amendments. And these were all points of crisis in the public that created a significantly broad majority to invoke these changes. But I would say that why do we have to wait to that why do we have to get to that point to make the changes that we need? Um, why do we have to have a mass disruption to have something like the 
equal rights amendment passed. You know, those things should be guaranteed from the beginning. And, you know, it, although it is hard to amend the Constitution, it has happened 27 times, although within 400 years. And one amendment, the 21st Amendment, um, repealed the Constitution. And what, I mean, repealed um, the 18th Amendment. What's to stop these other amendments from being repealed, such as the 13th, 14th, 15th, 19th Amendment? Um, only the First Amendment is from being repealed, as it says, Congress shall make no, no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. So I feel like there should not be a chance that any of the amendments that we have gotten to can be repealed at all. Okay. So we're giving, we're now getting two minutes to prepare our uh, rebuttal summary speeches. So I'm going to start the timer now, and we're both preparing for these speeches, but I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay, we're gonna restart the rebuttal summary um, presentations. So my time starts now. Okay, so I would just like to make clear that I'm not saying that making it hard to amend the constitution um, is a bad thing. You know, we should be able to have stability in our government, however, when it's hard to amend the constitution in order to get things that are necessary and that should have been in the constitution from the very beginning, that's when we probably need to think about that we should probably get rid of this one, put the things that we need to have in it and have that safe and secure and any other amendments that need to come, they can just come when absolutely necessary. But 
these amendments that I've said before, the civil rights amendment, civil errors amendment, progressive era amendments, those things should have already been in there. They, there should not have been a big change in the nation to have those already made. And another issue that needs to be addressed is the electoral college. The electoral United States is the only presidential republic to not have its president directly elected by popular vote. And instead, you the, the states appoint electors to elect um, the president for them. However, there are numerous problems with this. Like for example, in all but two states, the winner takes all ignoring the minority of, this, of the votes of the region. So that they basically don't get factored in uh, since they only go with the majority um, vote for most of the time. Washington Post 3.6 times more in this case. And also as because the instructions listed in the Constitution section in the Constitution section two article one, um, many of American citizens are thus disenfranchised despite the vote by the Constitution, such as Puerto Ricans, three million resident Puerto Ricans who are American citizens. My time is up. Okay. Um, your time to conclude starts now. Can you hear? Hello, did we, what happened?